What's up, family? How you doing? We are the Johnsons. We are the, the, the Johnsons. We are the Johnsons. <laughs> and we thank you for joining us for the Thriving in Love podcast. Today's episode, we are talking about the power of your words. I slowed that down on purpose. All right. I want you to get every moment, every bit of that. And let's get straight to the point. So um, I believe it was yeah about two weeks Prior to our 2019 marriage conference. Is that the last marriage conference we had? 2019? Don't say 2018 because that yeah, might hurt 2019. my 2019 marriage conference, all right? And I started doing a, a, a study, a word study. Um, well, I started doing a study about words and how uh, it affects nature and different things like that. So I think that's a famous uh, word study on, excuse me, study on like how words affect water. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that. Mm-hmm. Maybe you, you've heard of it uh, as well while you're listening. I don't remember the name of it, but I remember that where it was like, you know, crystallized or did this or did that or evaporated, whatever the case may be. So I can remember doing those and I was like, man, this is powerful. I knew what we had to cover as far as the material for the conference. And um, I knew we had at that time, it was like a week left. And so um, after looking at apples and different things that other people did, I was like, all right, well, I want to do this experiment. So let me grab some strawberries. So we did a strawberry experiment, okay? And we actually have the link. If you're interested in it, email us. And we will send you that link so you can watch everything we're about to explain to you right now. So we had like 25 couples coming for this conference. And I had the nerve to want to do this experiment on how life and death is in the power of the tongue. I was teaching from that concept. And... We start to do this strawberry experiment. What the strawberry experiment was, was pretty much we had two strawberries, put them in plastic bags, put them around, I don't know, uh, maybe like I'll just say six feet away from each other or something like that. I don't remember specifically how far apart it was. And we taped them uh, on the wall, put them in our basement, and for um, a week I spoke life to one and I spoke not nice words to the other. All right? And so with that being said, uh, we've seen some tremendous results. Now, it's strawberry. So we expect it naturally for something to start growing on them. But beautiful, how about you explain to the people what we've seen after a week of speaking life to one strawberry and speaking death to the other one? Well, it's funny because I actually um, kind of forgot you were doing the experiment. I had a lot of stuff going on in preparation for the conference that I knew you, I knew you talked about it. I, I saw you even hang the strawberries up and everything, but then I kind of just got away from it. So when you came to me on the last day, you were like, I need you to record so I can um, show the results of this experiment. Yeah. And when you pulled out those two strawberries, I was shocked because wow. I was like, wow, like this thing really manifested in what? Six days, yep. seven days? It was, I think it was six because we literally had like seven days, like that seventh day yeah, was Yeah, the like seventh day, day was a conference. Yeah. yeah, so it was originally supposed to be a seven day experiment, but we did it in six days. Well, you did it and you pulled the strawberries out. And the one, I mean, legit looked like you could still bite it, except for the very top. Now you had just a cut little the top of, off them. Everybody you, had that yeah, strawberry. You, you cut, just the, cut top the top where the green part is. That was the only part that had like a little bit of fuzzy stuff on it. 
But the other one, mm. I mean, was gross. And you know, I hate that stuff. It makes me squeamish. Mold, all it types was, of furry. It was growing stuff on all the sides, and it was just really gross. You guys have to see the video. So shoot us an email if you want to see the whole the whole entire thing. But I was shocked. Mm -hmm. And then what really blew me away was the fact that I remember I said I forgot that you were even running this experiment, and right. you had the strawberries down in my office area. Mm -hmm. And, um, but they were like on the wall, wasn't paying them any attention. And I was downstairs working, prepping for the conference, playing my gospel music, right. all this stuff. And the, the strawberry. So at, when you said that, I was like, oh my gosh, I think I may have messed up your experiment. Yeah. Because I've been down here playing this gospel music. And I know, like, I've heard of like the plant experiments where if you play music for plants, they'll mm -hmm. grow and all this. So I'm like, oh, I may have messed up with what you were trying to do. And here, Evidently, the music had no impact because the words were so powerful. Wow, that's a word right there. That, 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 I, I'm going to put the cash app up right now so I can sew into that <laughs> word. That's powerful. <laughs> so the truth of the matter is we've seen the power of words. And we know, we have all have heard or read that life and death is in the power of the tongue. Well, this yeah. experiment truly proved that to us in a powerful and profound way. So I want to get into the discussion. I want to know, really, and this is going to be different. You know, usually we give like points of like, you know, just PowerPoints that are going to, you know, motivate you and move you forward. But I felt like with this particular episode, I, I think we want to invite Holy Spirit to do some work and reveal some things. We like to identify problems and focus on the solution. <clears throat> so a lot of things that we do are solution-based. Mm -hmm. But I think with your words, I think it's sometimes when we got to realize what's deep down inside yeah, that needs to from. come out so that we can go ahead and get to that point in place. Because you can go ahead and put some patty cake on some stuff and you, and you, and you are missing out, jumping over the problem, right? Mm -hmm. We need to identify it. So this is actually going to be more, more problem-based than we'll get we'll invite you we'll invite them to the solution all right is that okay with you guys all right so what i want to know is um why is it so easy for us to speak life and and and, and understand the power of words when we minister um you know maybe on a job uh in, in our business dealing with our clients our family and friends but when it comes to our own household yeah. We struggle to speak life into our spouse. Mm -hmm. I've even seen that people speak life into their children and their yeah. grandchildren, but they talk trash. They they speak horrible <laughs> things over over their spouse and to their spouse or about their spouse. Yeah. So in other words, uh, what causes us to take off the filter? Because we got a filter on with our clients. We got a filter on when you're preaching and teaching. We got yeah. a filter on as leaders in our areas where we're leading, right? We have a filter on making, being, being very mindful on the things that we need to say and how we need to say it. But when we come to our household, we take that filter off and speak any old kind of way yeah. to the person that we're supposed to spend the rest of our life with. Notice I said your life, speaking life with, not yeah. the rest of your death with, right? So spreading your life. Your kids are going to grow up and prayerfully they lead the house, right? <laughs> Clients are going to come and go. Yeah. I know y'all don't want to hear this, pastors, but church members will come and go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come on. So the person that's supposed to be there with you, mm -hmm. we struggle. And I want to know why. So that's what I want to ask you. Like, you know, again, like we like to go back and forth. You give a point, I give a point, and we can go from there. But what hits your heart and your mind as to, like, why we take that, what causes us to take that, that filter off? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I just want to, it makes me think of the scripture in Matthew um, 12 that talks about out of the 
it's out of the abundance of the heart oh, mm -hmm. that wow. mouth speaks. Mm -hmm. So that's why we're even going, because some of you may be thinking like, well, Christian and Lanisha, I, I listen to y'all because you always talk positive. You always give us the solutions. Mm -hmm. You always tell us what to do. But like you said, it's so important for us to be able to identify the root of, a, of an issue. And so that scripture speaks volumes to this particular topic because we often say things and we're like wow like I sometimes you say something and don't even realize that you that your heart was there mm -hmm. until it comes out of your mouth and so I think one thing that may cause us to respond um, negatively or speak negatively towards our spouse is is um, anger that we hold on to it could be anger related to your spouse something they did in the past but it could be anger from your past, from past relationships, from hurt outside of the, the home that you're still harboring or carrying. Mm -hmm. And so you just, you, you walk around with this anger that um, maybe a lot of times you're able to suppress, maybe yeah. a lot of times you're able to cover it up, um, tuck it away. But eventually, just as the scripture says, it's going to come out of your mouth. And unfortunately, like you said, a lot of times, our spouse gets the brunt of it. They yeah. get they get it all because we've put on that filter all day long. We've put on that filter with everybody else and we want to, to get it out, but it's unfair mm. to dump it all out on your spouse and then make it now your problem in your house, yeah. in your marriage. Mm -hmm. um, so identifying that anger and identifying where it came from Ooh. so that you can get over it. You can move forward, whether you need to forgive, whether you need to have a conversation with someone, uh, whatever it is that you need to do so that you are no longer taking that out on yeah. your spouse or anybody else for that matter. Um, but I think that anger is a huge problem and a huge reason for why we don't have that filter naturally with our spouse. I think that's powerful. I think that that's true. And I want to encourage all of you guys who are listening and watching um to take our famous Psalms 139, 23, and 24 and put that over everything that we're saying because we really want to invite you into a place. Listen, the loving course correction of Holy Spirit is some of the most cleansing, powerful, and intimate things that can take place in your heart and your mind, right? So he can reveal to you, oh man, you've been holding on to some anger. <clears throat> And not have you feel beat down. That is not the purpose of this podcast right. and the purpose of this episode specifically. But it's the, uh, we need to identify what that is. And like you're saying, you know, quick to listen, slow to speak. James uh, one nineteen, slow to anger. Like looking at that area of saying, where is anger toward my spouse? Yeah. Other thing I would add to that is anger's cousin, frustration. Mm. Because you look at those areas where maybe... You know, you've been angry about some things or just sometimes you just we've seen it where, you know, I'm a feeler. I can go in an atmosphere or something. It's just like, yo, there's just so much frustration, like so much frustration built up. Why is the frustration built up? And this is not another point, but I think it really goes with frustration. But when you're dealing with that frustration, well, I'll pull back because you might jump into it. But anyway, um, dealing with the frustration, it's just an area where you you exude that like you show that thing mm -hmm. you might not even realize it but your distance shows your frustration your yeah. communication shows yeah. your frustration the way you interact shows your frustration frustration um how you talk to them man i mean it just shows that frustration and i think that we got to pull those things back and do that hard examination to say like why am i angry or why am i frustrated and what what is it that what what is it and a lot of times it ties to like 
I'll just be careful, but like not get in your way. You know what I'm saying? Like, so just be careful with those things and look at that string. Like some of these might be precursors. Cause you know, when you're, you're really angry and you're in your, in your frustration, like what that does to your character, Notice what God is looking at. He wants you as that leader. Uh, 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 under the Bible talks about if you desire to be an elder or a bishop, but I'll say in this context, a desire to be that leader, like that house, ruling that house well. He's looking at that area and the household is character. Mm-hmm. We should be able to communicate and talk some of these things through and speak life, right? If 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 I remember we did that uh, did that research and that study where we're saying like for every one negative thing you say, it's like, 10 positive things that you have to say to cover the one negative mm-hmm. and you can release things out of frustration and anger or throwing off or sarcasm yeah. that will just mess up so many things and then you want to got the nerve to want to be intimate but you've been talking <laughs> negative and angry and frustration uh putting that in the atmosphere speaking yeah. that to your strawberry and i'm expecting that thing not to have mold on it yeah i'm gonna want to eat the strawberry and seeing that, like, come on, like, and that's what we want to do. We want to go in that area of deal with intimacy and we want to deal with passion and you want your needs to be met and you want that and this and you want this and that. But we're exuding anger and, and frustration into our household. So I'll pull back off of that and, and have you go ahead, baby. That's good. I think what you were trying, what you were alluding to is, is that disappointment factor. Mm. We have expectations in our mind and that's a whole different um episode to even talk about communicating your expectations and things but we have these expectations or we have these ideas or even like you may be like well listen I y'all always talking about um communicating and open honest open transparent and I've done that and I was disappointed because my spouse didn't respond the way I wanted so now I'm in disappointment mm-hmm. and so I'm reacting and I'm not filtering my words anymore I'm just saying what I want to say and I'm getting it out and I don't care anymore like because and that is all rooted in disappointment from the previous conversation or conversations because it may have happened more than once Um, most likely it has if you haven't taken the time to figure out where this disconnect is coming from and how to resolve it Mm. right so being disappointed um, I'm feeling that I just need to get it out and and move on and i even twisted my head when i said that because you you have that (laughs) you have that mindset like i'm not going to put myself out there like that anymore i'm gonna say what i gotta say and then put my guard back up Mm -hmm. and that's not healthy either because you're really still not working through the problem yeah you're probably creating more problems in essence Mm -hmm. by coming off the way you're coming off and not using that filter, not thinking before you speak, not Absolutely. doing that pause like James 119 tells us to be slow to speak, yeah. to really hear from God and really hear from our spouse as well. Absolutely. So you have anger, frustration, disappointment. And the last thing we'll give you, and there's many reasons, yeah. what we just going to give you four, I think is pain. Mm-hmm. I think it's pain. Um, we've seen in so many couples, um, that pain, Yeah. like even anger was caused because of that pain, yeah. frustration because of that pain, disappointment because of that pain. And that's that thing that you really got to take to God because you're serving your spouse as unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. You're serving them. You're loving them. You're doing what you need to do. Holy Spirit is the course corrector. Holy Spirit is the one that changes. Uh, When one is submitted to Holy Spirit, 
so many things can take place and happen. But like I've said to people, I am not Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. He lives, speaks through, and has a vessel to use me. But there's nothing that Christian, he got to put his holy on, on he, got to, he got to put them holy on my words. You know what I mean? <laughs> he got to touch those things. So sometimes we think like, you know what, even in that pain place, sometimes, and, and it should happen naturally for someone who is submitted. If you come to me with a pain point, I want to be like, all right, as a team, how do we move forward? How do we get past this? Mm -hmm. Like, if I've hurt you, I don't want to be malicious with that. I want to take that serious because if you're hurt, the team is hurt. Yeah. And I want to move forward. I want to do something about those things. But not just your words alone would do that. It might hit my emotion. Mm -hmm. And I might be like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. But to really change that thing, yeah. like, it's we both got to take part in that. If I'm the one hurting and I'm the one in pain, I got to take that to God. But if I'm the one who is inflicting that pain, I got to do something about that as well. But the pain, when that shows up, I think, man, that pain, that pain point, that I think that's the one that sticks around for a minute. And that's the one that it masks itself in so many other mm. names, so many other uh, behaviors. Yeah. But it's that pain. And maybe you're watching and maybe this is that point that you needed to hear. And you're like, look, that's me. Like, I was hurt. I was hurt before this relationship, and now my spouse, you know, some, some people got childhood pains, baby. Yeah, yeah. Childhood pains, where it was a parent <clears throat> pain or absent of a parent pain, or it was some things, and now you said, I would never marry this, and I would never do this, and I would never do that. Now you find yourself in a situation, in a marriage, where there are some patterns, and it's reminding you of that. So now you got the childhood pain, and the teen pain, and the adult pain, now the marriage pain, and you just find yourself at a place where you have been dealing with some miserable feelings. I'm not calling you miserable, but the feelings that you've been dealing with are allowing you to be at that point in place. And now you as the leader, as the CEO, as a businessman and woman, as the pastor, preacher, teacher, as the coach, counselor, whatever your assignment and your title is, and you operate as that owner, as that leader, you are dealing with the pain in the inward, right? Yeah. And that pain causes you to be easily offended. Yeah. And because you're easily offended and you jump into disappointment, frustration, anger, all those things. And that's why you're at that point in place. And you're like, it's, it, you can't, it's hard for you to speak Thing, words, Ephesians 420, uh, 4.29, uh, um, to speak wholesome words. The Ephesians 4.29 talks about don't speak anything unwholesome. So it's hard for you to do those things. And you really, I believe that the reason why Holy Spirit put this on our heart and minds to deal with the power of the words and even with the strawberry experience, because we need experiment is for us to understand <clears throat> that our words, they, they don't come back void. Mm. Just like... God's yeah. word, we're made in his image. And <laughs> since it doesn't come back void, wow. it's going to accomplish those things. So be careful about what you're releasing. <clears throat> and I believe that there's a number of you guys who are here, you're listening and you're watching and you're at that point in place. And you're like, look, I have had anger. I have dealing with the frustration. I have pain. I've had the disappointment. And I don't want to be this creature, this creature that I'm seeing or this being that I am uh, when I look in the mirror. I don't want that. There's something deep down in the inside but all these things are masking it and this is what comes out and i've tried and i've tried over and over and over again and i want to come out of this i want closeness i want intimacy i want this marriage to work i want to not pretend right i was telling nisha i want our presentation to be real yeah what do you mean christian i want our presentation to be real you know how we can put it on like oh you are we've been watching them 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 uh the, the, the movies and stuff and they all acting like they all in love and they all this and that and you get in the house and they cussing each other out and they ripping each other apart like we want the presentation to be real that you see this is who christian and Anisha are on camera off camera yeah 
ministering. I want that to be real. If you want that thing to be real, we want you to be willing to first do a self-examination and, and realize and, and come to the grips with you have some anger, frustration, disappointment, and some pain. And as you're identifying it, there's something that you can do with it. There's something that you can do with it, all right? It's for you to communicate and draw closeness and intimacy with God and your spouse. So, beautiful, we're out of here. But before we go, I told the people this is going to be heavy on the problem side for them to identify it. They got to get a solution. Yeah. And I'm not going to teach the whole solution, all right? <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm not going to teach any of the solution. Yeah. But I want you to say, what is that first step for the husband and wife team to start speaking life and communicating in a way that causes the intimacy and the closeness, that they can use the power of their words to no longer tear down, but to build up their relationship, their marriage, that will bless their ministry, will bless their business, will bless generations to come. <laughs> what, what is that first step? Yeah, we have um, a free tool, guys. We have a free tool called Purposeful Conversation Scripts. And um, it's a it's a conversation starter, right? It's it's going to help you to be able to have purposeful conversation. So having a talk with your husband or with your wife about any topic as it relates to your health of your relationship and listen in an honest, open and transparent way. So okay. we're not telling you and that's without it turning into an argument. We're not telling you to. Um, withhold. We're not telling you to not share. We're telling you that it's important that we learn how to communicate in a way where we're honest, we're real, we're, we're transparent, we're being open about what we're going through, what we're feeling, but in a way where our spouse can receive it. So these scripts, this download, this free download, um, will help you do just that. It's going to help you know, identify how to first, you know, deal with yourself and then how to speak with your spouse and the do's and don'ts, some words to avoid, yeah. things like that. They're like These are things that we probably know, but sometimes we just need that little That's nudge. Good. Good. We need that reminder to say, hey, like this is probably why your spouse can't hear you. Mm. This is why you guys are still arguing over this same topic because you haven't taken the time, as you said, to put that filter on. Yeah. And this tool will help you to do just that. It'll help you to start with, you know where that anger is coming from. Yeah. And then go from there and start that conversation off on the right foot. So, guys, you can get your free download. The link is here in our post in our description. Um, you can go to thrivinginlove.com slash download to get it. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to help. It's a game changer. It just helps you to get started. But listen, guys, it's the first step to having healthy communication. Yeah. So we want you to get that in your hands as soon as you can. Go to that link and get your download today. All right, guys, get your download and it's a wrap. <laughs> we thank you as always for joining us. Um, we pray that you receive this in the right spirit that motivates you to do what needs to be done. Holy Spirit, have your way in every single one of our relationships. It's important for us to include him with our thinking and with our being, okay? So we are super proud of you, and we thank you again for joining us. As a reminder, we want you to remember that when a husband and wife team is totally committed to God, to a proven system and each other, there is a 100% chance for success. All right, we're out.